Welcome everyone to another Speaker Giga Podcast. I'm your host, Steve O'Steve. Hey, it's your boy Tommy T, man. We in here. And welcome back, man. Welcome back. We did that last time. We can't yeah. do it again. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that again. Not at all. Oh, man. How's your week been, man? Man, my week's been good. Yeah? Yeah. How was Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was great, man. Yeah? You eat uh, good? I actually did. I plan on eating a little more. Yeah, man. But, uh, <laughs> nah, I, I ate pretty good, man. How did you eat? Man, ate like a king, man. Ate like a king. Can't complain? Nah, you can't. You yeah. can't. Man, so we're going to hop right on in this, man. What you been listening to this week, man? Oh, uh, man. This week, I have been uh, in preparation for this show. I've been listening to a lot of uh, old school uh, funk records. And then uh, I know earlier you told me about that. Uh, that fabulous, fabulous. So I took a listen to F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. that. F A B O L O U S. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, man, I checked out. I've been listening to a lot of Future lately. Yeah. Uh, that Dirty Sprite and um, Streets yeah. is Calling and True Story. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I listened to the new um records from uh Weekend. Have you heard those? No, I saw it, but I ain't listened to it. Oh yeah, yeah. But I was like, I don't know about this one, so I just didn't listen to it. Yeah. That and then uh, the last thing I took a list to was uh, J Stone. Oh, okay, yeah, I yeah, listened I to that when you sent it to me. I I listened, I checked it. I was like, this sounds just like Nip. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, well, more I like mean, he dumb, got his he got his own flavor. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But he he like I thought about Nip when he yeah. was rapping, and then I could see Dom that uh, OPM. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, that's pretty much been my week, man. Yeah, yeah. I uh, in pre- of course in preparation for this episode, um, I've been actually listening to a lot of old phone bands and stuff like that, and stuff. But um, mainly, I've been listening to and trying to prepare for the mixtape that came that came out to uh, was it yeah today this morning the uh, fabulous one I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. So basically. I've been listening to old fabulous, like the uh the young OG. Yeah. Hard. <laughs> oh yeah. Hard. I was like, dang, man, this is what I miss. And then of course I've been listening to uh a soulful Christmas on Pandora, that yeah. little station. I got upset. This is crazy. I got upset. Before this- we go. Okay, go ahead. I wanna say that. I think Fabulous is like one of the most underrated rappers. Oh, definitely. The reason why I say that, I think I think because there's two there's two other rappers from Brooklyn yeah. that are like the greatest of all time. That's Big and Jay. Yeah. So it's like it kind <laughs> of fabulous. Yeah, it kind of sucks for Fabulous. Yeah. But I'll be honest. I think Fabulous. Oh, better. Fabulous goes hard. I, I think Fabulous better than Wayne. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, you did say it. I, sure I, I did. have nothing to say about that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I never thought about it. Honestly, I I feel like um, Fabulous brings a a different um, dynamic to it. Like I'm, I'm looking for the story in both of those guys, but I don't know. I think for me, I, I think about like the punchline. Yeah, because that's like that's the whole punchline era, right? Right. And that right. man is like one of the kings of punchlines. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. stuff he say is crazy, <laughs> but him to be able to say it and then go along with the story. Yeah. Whereas Wayne, he'll drop a dope punchline and it just, but it, but I'm just like, like, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I just, I think yeah. it's my my love for Wayne versus my love for Fabulous. I think Fabulous is dope and everything Fabulous puts out, I want to listen to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I feel that same way. Like, I feel more about that with Wayne back in the day. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, even now, it's like, 
yeah, I want to hear Wayne track, but it's I'm still comparing it to back in the day. Oh yeah, you gotta get out of that black like, state. Like when <laughs> I listen to Fabulous, like listening to this is fresh mm. fabulous. Yeah. And it reminds me, it's like a continuation of like I when I listen to Fabulous, man, I feel like I'm watching paid in full. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. I listen to Wayne, it's like I, I feel, feel like, like I'm, I'm watching Wayne. I feel like I watch a cartoon. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean that in a disrespectful right, way. Right, it just, right. He's so animated in his yeah. ways. Like, it's, you know. That's too funny, man. But, um, yeah, that new that new Fabulous. Uh, oh, it's hard. The uh, mixtape. I don't know if it's a mixtape. I think it's a mixtape. Yeah. Oh, it's tough. I feel like it's a little late, but. Yeah. Yeah, something's clearly over. <laughs> right. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> but he does emphasize by saying it's cold. So, well, right. No, nah, right. nah, it's summer's so, over, man. Yeah, something's nah. Over. <laughs> yeah. I get what you're saying. Well, anyway, that's what I've been listening to this week, man. So, word. Yeah, oh, man. So, let's get into it, man. Actually, let's explain what we're doing today. Um, today, we're doing an episode about the genre of funk. Yep. Um, every month, we want to do like an artist spotlight. And this month, we just felt like um, the funk era is a good place to start yeah. with doing spotlight. So it's it's not just we're going to do one artist. It's the whole genre of funk yep. because today a lot of things are inspired by from the funk era. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that's what the episode is about today. So let's get right into it, man. Um, what is funk music to you? Um. Man, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I think of funk music, the first thing I think about is my granddad and his Cadillac. Yeah. You know, one of them old school just players. And we ain't talking about like the round looking Cadillac. I'm talking about the old school. Yeah, the big the, one. The big body <laughs> bro ham. Right. Uh, the ones with the lights that are like straight up and down. Diving yeah. in the back. I guess you can say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Not on this one, I don't think. TV and Tammy's yeah. in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I think about is, you know, like, yeah, my granddaddy in his lap. Uh, and, and when it comes to funk music, you know, it's, it's all about just the rhythm, live in, instrumentation, yeah. synthesizers, uh, big hair, uh, <laughs> big crazy hair. style. Yeah. Uh, even though these guys, like, like looking back at it now, you're probably like, man, man, they look. They look crazy. Right, right, right. But they would, they was, man, I'd slap you from, you know, high <laughs> over back if you talk crazy. Right, right, right. <laughs> the stuff they but, used to wear, though, dude. Yeah. Like, it was crazy, but it, it, they were artists and, and mm-hmm. you know, those are the things that they did. Yeah. And then, like, just the way that it made you feel. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as I put on, put on the records, my foot to get tapping, I got yeah. just, you know, bring out the whole. Bop. Yeah, it, it really is more than a bop. You yeah. gotta move. Like, yeah. uh, you know, it, it brings out that, it brings out a whole different feeling, that good feeling. Yeah. And like, you remind you of the cookouts and all that, yeah. you know, line dances and, yeah, man, it just feels good. Yeah, yeah. It just feels good. Yeah, it's funny, man. Me and my wife was actually talking about it. She actually gave, gave the idea yeah. about it, but she, we was talking and I was like, why did they call it funk music? And so, um, we can I I came up with the thing like well, maybe because it made you dance, like you said, like funk music yeah. gonna make you dance. You are gonna be sweaty because you know we we look at funk as being stinky, you know. But she <laughs> like you know somebody's funky, they stink. But uh, what she said um, 
that she came up with. I don't know where she found it from. I have to look it up and uh, put it in and let you guys know. But um, she was like a lot of producers, a lot of people back in the day would say, hey, put some stank on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Make it make it funky. Put some more stank on it. And uh, so the term funk was coined from there is what she came up with. So I think uh, with funk music, man, it's it's just the, like you said, it's the live sound the band is playing. But I, I feel like when I was listening to everything, it had a little a little bop to it. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was always a wow, 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 you know. Something like with the lead guitars, you had the little sound. It was a specific sound for funk music, and I feel like that's what it, what it is. Yeah, you know, I'm, I, I think the whole thing with funk was just it was just the it was just slang. Yeah, uh, it's I think they took you know funky and you know cut the wild, <laughs> um, you know, in that in that good way. Yeah, um, man, I was trying to find it. What's that? Why they called it? Uh, uh, why they called music. it funk? Yeah, I can't find it. Oh well, I mean, we just have to find it. Look at it later. Yeah. Um, the era of funk was what nineteen mid nineteen sixties. Yeah, mid nineteen sixties and seventies was when it was really popular. Yeah. Um, I guess you can throw the eighties in there too, but yeah, definitely, definitely mid sixties, seventies, eighty. Uh, eighties was pretty much what it started at. Um, yeah. Man, it was like just a melting pot for all, you know what I'm saying, musical innovation. Uh, it's kind of around that time of disco. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess you can say, you know, other folks had disco and then we wanted yeah. our own. So we. So what's the, what's the, what's the main difference? Cause I couldn't, like, I was trying to figure it out. You know, you know, disco is same, same concept. You know what I'm saying? You still got that, you got a baseline in there and it's going to be music that makes you dance. Um, What's the, what's the difference between disco and funk music? I guess because I was had more, um, you know, it was more rhythmic and and uh, you know, our stuff was more soul, yeah, uh, mixed with some jazz and R and B, yeah, and it, it you know what I'm saying it was more rhythmic and dance oriented, you yeah. know, um, was disco? I don't know too much about disco, but you disco. know, you know, uh. They consider Michael Jackson as a disco artist. Yeah. Donna Summers was a disco artist. Yeah. I just couldn't figure out the difference just because the 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 makeup of a disco song is the same as the makeup of a funk song. It's like the different, the main difference that I could see was the lead guitar. Mm-hmm. Because the lead guitar was more so, and, and then of how they presented it too. Because a lot of the, like, um, Ruckus and, and Shaka Khan. Okay. Rufus yeah. and Shaka Khan. I'm sorry. Uh, I said Ruckus. <laughs> Rufus and Sha- Ruckus. Right. <laughs> Rufus and Shaka Khan was the was the group. Yeah. But Shaka Khan was the singer and uh Rufus was the band. So ooh, ooh, I briefly looked it up. So they saying like the main difference was uh kind of what we just kind of went over. It was you know what I'm saying? Funk leans more towards uh, jazz and soul mm-hmm. while disco has more of a pop. Yeah. So that's probably the difference whereas, you know, funk, uh, funk tends to have uh, more of the bass while disco is more about 
sense and samples. Yeah. yeah. So and now that I, I see that, yeah, that yeah. makes perfect sense. Like we like when you listen to a lot of those old songs, I mean it was I mean let just take James Brown. Yeah. I mean let's just take Rick James. Right, right. I mean hey, Rick James is my guy. My <laughs> James <laughs> was a bad M F. He influenced so much. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead, go ahead. Oh um, talk about him later. But yeah, once you kind of break that down, you kind of see, okay. Uh, cause you can hear a lot more of like the um I, I you know, you hear more of that jazz feel. And just the lyrics are just so soulful and and, and what they're talking about, you know. Uh so that makes more sense. Whereas disco was like a lot of pop, you yeah. know, titles and stuff like that, versus and I guess you can, if you if we want to compare it, I guess it was like more of like you had your underground music. Yeah. Uh, that was raw and just kind of you know whatever, and then you got your pop titles that yeah everyone you everybody know, knows that about. you put out there everyone knows about yeah. and you make a music more geared to right 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 you know, pop titles whereas other you know other stuff was just made yeah. specifically for whatever reason. Got you, got you, man. I feel like uh, with funk music, man, it it grew so much throughout the decades because a lot of the music, the like the the lyrics. In the songs, man, uh, really talked about what was going on. You know what I'm saying around yeah. the around the the world. Um, it was one song by the Parliament. Uh, I was listening to it the other day too. Uh, put some funk on it or something like that, and basically, But yeah, like, like, um, but yeah, just kind of listening back to all of that. Uh, I know plenty of records that I was listening to. I mean, Superfly, uh, Shining Star. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, even Jane Brown, the big payback. When you actually listen to that, yeah, and break it down, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, um, there was one song that I was definitely trying to find. Uh, and I want to say it was from the Sly and the Family Stone. Uh, actually, yeah, I'm gonna they take said, you higher. They said that uh, that was the first actual funk thing, like song. Like Sly was like one of the originators of funk. I can see that. Yeah, like I was, yeah. I was like either him or James Brown, but James Brown was considered more soulful. Yeah, yeah. So, cause you know he's the godfather of soul. Yeah, you know. But what I mean, that? if you look at what he did. And James like James mm-hmm. Brown is funky. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like you period. You can't get past it. It just is what it is, man. Man. But no, uh, the Parliament. Mm-hmm. They made some uh P funk. Yeah. Make my funky P funk. The funk to get funked up. Yeah. Um that was it it was uh the way they described it in the in the song, they used drug references. Yeah. And it, it, it took me, it took me to <laughs> listening to it this week. To figure out those are drug references, <laughs> yeah. But that's that was of the time, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I th- I think I mean that- there was, and not to put negative stereotype on it, but I mean they was using a ton of drugs around that right. time. Right, everybody was. Yeah, you know it's sad, but you know that's mm-hmm. that's just how it was. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> but I think the the fact that the music could grow the way it did, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The way the way it did with the times, the way it did with um. You know, with what was going on with within life, yeah, it grew, and then the sound got better, better, and better, 
you know, um, mm-hmm. as the time because people were doing things differently. Um, what was your, what's your favorite, like, when you, when you thought about this, like, what, what the first thing you wanted to go to? Uh, first thing I thought about was the Gap Bear. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Um, and it's partly because uh, I always forget. Well, I ain't gonna say I forget, but I don't realize how long like uh, Charlie Wilson has yeah. been around. Yeah, and then you go all the way back there, and you're like, goodness gracious, man! And like when I think about it, like still making hits. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and still sound great, right? And got a testimony to go with it, right? Right. But when I hit it, and I and I and I and I kind of you know. One of my one of my favorite songs was from the Gap Band, and yeah. also just kind of listening to how they did it. It was just always something that made you made you move. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, after that, it definitely was you know Earth Wind Fire, Earth Wind and Fire. Yeah, and then you just, you just kind of go through all that after that, and then that Superfly and all that. Yeah. So yeah, it it would have to be, um, it would definitely have to be uh. The guy band. The guy band. Yeah. Man, you're gonna laugh at me. But when uh when we thought about this, man, or or was like, yeah, this is what we we gonna talk about. The first thing I thought about was uh Tina Marie and Square Biz. <laughs> Dude, like I don't know what it is about that song, but I thoroughly enjoy it. I mean it is. You know, it's it's straight, yeah. straight funk. Yeah. And the crazy part about it is Rick James. It's <laughs> like like my like I just laugh when I hear Rick James. <laughs> Rick James is probably like my favorite funk producer, artist, everything because his his hands touch so much stuff, but it was good. Mm-hmm. Of course, Mary Jane is probably my favorite song from Rick James. But Square is <laughs> but Square is was the same thing. Where was was the one? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. You yeah. can't do nothing but dance to it when I it mean, comes that, on. That's what funk music all together. That's it. Like you, you know, start it's playing gonna make that, you move. If you ain't dancing, you just a old bit ass yeah. person. Like you really <laughs> trying not to. Like, right, right. Like you got to tap your foot. Yeah, it's just kind of bob your head or like, something like that, man. I mean, go out there and and do your thing. enjoy yourself, man. Do your thing, man. Yeah. But no, like when we when we first talked about it though, man, that was I was like, yeah, I'll talk about uh Squarebeers all day. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it, that's what I'm gonna talk about, Squarebeers. <laughs> but now I like about talk about talk about the Squarebeers. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about yeah, there. Yeah. Squarebeers. Squarebeers. No, but uh seriously though, man, she uh like she really got behind him. Mm. And and allowed him to put her on a different platform on a different level with the funk sound yeah um i think a lot of things that we uh listen to today are so inspired by it not and and you know uh are in, are inspired by the funk sound that they take so many samples from um uh, one thing that stood out to me was g funk i never hmm. realized that that's where it came from. Like I yeah. always thought Snoop had weird beats. George <laughs> Clinton? Yeah, like it, all of it. I, I always thought the beats were weird. 
but I always thought I I like Snoop, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't just be like, oh, Snoop gonna be in my top five. Snoop is a great artist, but I think he's a better person. <laughs> made you think, huh? Yeah, that made me think. That was, I had to look around for yeah, a second. Yeah, I was yeah, like, made you think. Huh? But nah, I think he's but a great I, artist. Yeah, I think I may, I think I may agree with you. Yeah, but yeah. his his beats threw me off. You know what I'm saying? Like his his first uh, what was it uh, the Doghouse or oh yeah, yeah, his first album man was like I listened to it. I was like, this is on point. I love that album. But he got that, you know. Yeah, but that was kind of like West Coast. That's anyway. right. Yeah. But still from that G that, yeah. that funk era and him, Warren G was mm-hmm. another one. Brought in uh G Funk was was Warren G. I think Warren G coined it. But um Snoop, I don't know who coined it. I don't know. It could have been somebody it is, before it, that. It is that. But I mean, that's why I first heard it from was yeah. from Regulators. Yeah. I don't know. G Funk <laughs> was on a whole new level. Right, right. You know. But uh, uh you know, all that stuff is is coming from that funk era. Yeah. You know, the live sound and, and the, the leads, the, the bass lines and stuff like mm-hmm. that um, are all coming from that era. The synthesizer. So, yeah. And, and just in case y'all don't know what G-Funk is, G-Funk is a uh, fusion genre of uh, music which combines uh, gangster rap and funk. Um, you know, it was just generally considered to uh, have been invented by West Coast rappers, as what we were just saying, and made famous by Dr. Dre, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sure it was it was, it was folks way before right, that, right. that did as well. Yeah, so. you you listen to uh what's the what's the song with the Sugar Hill Gang, uh hip hop a heavy mm-hmm. a heavy to the hip hip mm-hmm. mm-hmm. all that all that came from funk. Yeah, I think um I think a lot of hip hop stuff came was, from uh, it was inspired. Yeah, funk by jazz, the funk. All that. Yeah, um, I mean like everything. I think everything um literally was born out of jazz music. Because yeah, if you if you that. if you go back to the basics of what makes a sound, you know if you if you got a good kick, maybe put a horn in there, maybe put a guitar in there, you can make a good song, a solid song, and you can make it funky. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to say that, man. Make put some stank on it. <laughs> I, I think we was growing up. I think funk was like a four letter word because it was so close to the other word. Yeah, if you said it, yeah, man. <laughs> You probably get slapped across your face. You better be watching <laughs> right. what you're saying. Right. Yeah. But you can't you um George Clinton is another one. Mm-hmm. Parliament, George Clinton, Boosie Collins. Yep. All of those guys. <laughs> so like we had this conversation about <laughs> yeah, Boosie yeah. Uh, oh, a few weeks ago. It's like, man, so many songs that we have out today or came out during our time of listening to music when mm-hmm. we were kids have like some some sample of Boosie Collins. Yeah. In it. And I was like, man, that's so amazing for for that to be so timeless. Yeah. You know, for for somebody to take a piece of what he made because he created it out of any like nothing. Yeah. And for somebody to take it and be like, okay, I want to take this little piece, put it in my song and create my song with mm-hmm. it. I think that's the one of the most amazing things. Yeah. And then the fact that that, you know, you can use live sound or you can use um a recorded sound that has the live beat in it, mm-hmm. you know. Um and not to get on my soapbox real quick, but I mean, when you think about it, that's what African Americans have been doing forever. Oh, yeah. We take nothing and make it into something. Make it into something, man. Yeah. And I keep going on the subject, but I'm not going <laughs> to keep going on the subject because right. I'm going to piss a couple of listeners <laughs> off. But no, um, man, you say what the, you got to say, man. You know, 
Yeah, and then they start stealing our stuff. Okay, okay. Right, I'll back it up. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. But that, that's, I think that comes along with with something good. Like, I hate it. You know what I'm saying? Everything is a, is a what is the word, appropriated Yeah. To for, for the masses. But it was that sound that you couldn't help but, but feel. Mm-hmm. Um, that sound, you couldn't do nothing but be like, okay, I got to dance to it. Yeah. I don't care if I hear two beats behind or two or on beat or or whatever. I have to move. Yeah, and that's yeah. what funk music does to you, or it does to me. Yeah, that it does it to me. You know, I, like I have to move out yeah. a whistle or something. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, yeah, it's 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 uh, not all funk artists are black. No, and that's the beauty about it. Like, yeah. just like not all jazz artists are black. Yeah, uh, you know. And so on and so forth. And, and that's the beauty about it. Like, hey, if you can get up there and play mm-hmm. and handle all type of crap, then, you, hey, you're a bad mf Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, so. And that's the beauty about music anyway. Like, yeah. it should never be like a racial thing. Yeah. Uh, but it is. Yeah. I mean, everything eventually gets turned into that. Um, mm-hmm. Which, you know, is unfortunate. But, hey, it's just true. Uh, but, yeah. I know? look at, I look at, uh, KC and the Sunshine Band. Mm-hmm. I think their lead was white. I think so. It was a whole band. And that, and that goes to another thing. Hey, don't have KC after us about that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, like, uh, that's the thing about, about everything. Yeah, he was, he was, I don't know if he was white or, or, uh, I don't know. But he Aaron wasn't Wayne black. Casey? Yeah. I don't know, man. All I know, he wasn't black. Um, but, uh, you, damn. Lost my train of thought. But anyway, Casey and the Sunshine Band um, was a diverse group. And you see they have the band in, mm-hmm. the, in the name. You don't see that no more these days. But, um, that's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh. I like it. That was one of their songs. Mm-hmm. Um, right, right, exactly. But it has that, it has that, I gotta move. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gotta do this, I gotta do that. But it has that same, that funk spirit, that funk sound to it. So um, I think that's a lot of the things that inspires funk music, that inspires the funk genre, is like, so a lot of it sounds the same. But a lot of it sounds a lot different from each other. Um, yeah, with with different um, instruments used and stuff like that. So, um, sorry, I was, I was reading up on Casey. I just wanted to see if they would <laughs> tell me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, exactly, man. It was it's, that's the beauty behind all of it. Yeah, uh, and I and I think that was that may have been one of the. That may have been one of the issues with some of the funk is that mm. some of the, a lot of that music does kind of sound the same. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lot that doesn't. Yeah. Um, you just gotta sift through it. But that's kind of like with anything. Yeah. You know, if, if stuff starts to work and people are like, oh man, I can do that too. Mm-hmm. They just flip it. You know, turn one of your highs into a low and flip this yeah. and change the words and. Bam! Yeah. You got a new song. <laughs> but I mean, it was all, to it. Got you know, yeah, it was a lot of stuff that kind of, you know, just build off one another. Yeah. And, and take you, you know, take it. And it, I guess it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. 
you know, it's just kind of one of the things was, you know, stepping stones to get that music to the next. Yeah. Which you end up with all these different types of genres of, mm-hmm. of funk music. Yeah. Uh, I was just looking through here as we were, uh, as we were talking and, and of course we were talking about uh, G-Funk, of course, but then I go down even further and you're like jazz funk and which probably the, the earliest of that, earliest yeah. uh, of it all, but you got funk rock, Go-Go, which was, Go-Go was Go-Go a Washington, music, yeah. which is what Wale talks about time. That's uh, a, who, who's likes Go-Go? Uh, Wale? Uh, no, uh, it's another one. It's another one. Lisa got a big old butt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah That's yeah, a Go-Go yeah. song. It is. Who who made that song? I, I don't know if Tom made it. But yeah, that's a Go-Go, Go-Go song. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know Go-Go was considered funk. I, I can see it. That's what it says here. Go go originating in the Washington D.C. area yep. with uh, with which it remains associated, along with uh other sports in the Mid Atlantic, inspired by singers such as uh Chuck Brown, the Godfather of Go Go. Mm-hmm. It is blend of funk, rhythm, and blues. Yeah, and early hip hop. Yeah, Meh. inspirations. Yeah, and yeah. that's what, and I think that's kind of what we're talking about. It's kind of build, build, build. Yeah. You know, and then you you end up with electro funk and funk metal. I ain't never heard of funk. Metal. I ain't never heard of funk. Metal uh, you know, I ain't never like psych been a fan funk. of metal. I guess that's psychedelics. Yeah, psychedelic funk and all that. So you know, it's you know, put some stank on it. <laughs> yeah, put some stank on it, man. Um, I feel like uh, that's where uh, stank on you with Outkast. Yeah, you, if you think about it, like they look at Andre. Yeah. They have a lot of funk like, inspired I think you, in that music. I think if you take Andre and put him in the funk era. Yeah, he yeah, fits right yeah, in. Yeah, fits perfectly. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about Big Boy? You have to adjust him a I little bit. I think Big Boy fits. But he has to be adjusted a little bit. I don't know. But that's why they... But see, I think, he, I think Big Boy is more like a... I think he fits, yeah. but he's like... He's not the flamboyant. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I can see... I can see uh, Andre... Uh, I see three stacks being like crazy colors and all that. Yeah. And then I can see, I I can see Big Boy and either I can see Big Boy just, and I don't want to put him in this type of standard, but just kind of like you know the the pimp type stuff. Yeah. Well, like it's he's not too flashy, but he's flashy because yeah. he needs to be. And yeah. then he'll probably just fit right in just on that other side mm-hmm. with a pink ring and a mean back fist. <laughs> Slap shit out your ass, <laughs> you know. And then you got, you know, you got three stacks who gonna yeah. he gonna get on stage, gonna hit it, get your show. Ah, baby, don't <laughs> you know? And, right, 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 yeah. right. So, oh, uh, yeah, I, I think they definitely have a lot of influence with the funk. Uh, and as we said, the West Coast, I think that's yeah. that's all funk. Yeah, like even to this day, all yeah. that, that's all. You know, a lot they, of they definitely pull from it. Yeah, most definitely. And, and then um, I'm trying to think of anyone else who has possibly had that like funk type of vibe in them. Uh, and I can't think off the top of my head. Like those are the two major, I guess, situations that made me think about that. Yeah. Uh, maybe, I mean, could, could we put Pimp C, UGK in that box? But it's, I mean, we can. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Just because where he pulled from. Yeah. Like, you know, 92. Uh, Fucking rap tone. What did I say? Yeah. Yeah, you can pull it like, because 
he produced some stuff, man. I was like, dude, where'd this come from? Hey. <laughs> Long live Pepsi, man. Right, man. Right. right. Man. But um, yeah, man, it was it was just amazing time and just kind of and when we talked about the the whole thing just, you know, brought back memories. And it actually like you wouldn't believe it, like, because it was so hot in the sixties, seventies, and eighties, but we grew up on it. Yeah. Like I mean, probably a lot of the young kids haven't at yeah. this point, but folks that are like, you know, at least what we say, thirty two and up or thirty four and up. You probably go back. I'm thirty two. You probably go thirty. I mean, we'll say thirty and up. Yeah. Yeah, thirty and up. You probably put on one of them songs and And yeah, you did uh, I probably even say younger than that, man. I don't know. Yeah, I'd say a little bit younger than that. Probably like twenty eight. I go twenty eight. Yeah, you can go twenty eight and you they put don't on one of them joints. But then again, you gotta be careful because a lot of them probably don't even yeah. know who Rick James is from Man, Dave if you Chappelle don't know show. if you don't know who Rick James is, you need to go check him out. <laughs> At least go watch the Chappelle show. So. Right. <laughs> this man brought us Mary Jane. <laughs> yep. An ode to uh a love song basically to to marijuana. Yeah. I was like, and it took me so long to figure out that's what it was. I don't think it took me that long. To it, t- it, out. it definitely took it. I was like, damn. I mean, it took really me a minute. It took me a minute. But I mean, at that point, we was probably what? And when, when, I, when I figured it out, man, I was it was like, yeah, I was rolling up. I was like, oh, uh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, I was I was I was younger eventually figuring that out. Yeah, no, I didn't. No, I was. Yeah, <laughs> I was definitely in college when I figured that out. But <laughs> um, but uh-huh. I figured it out. Yeah. That's the important don't matter. Don't matter when you figure it out. Yeah, you figure it just out. Just make sure you figure it out. But I was like, the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, that is a really nice love song. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, 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 it's definitely a good them. love song, yeah. man. Yeah. I thought it was just to a girl, but it's not. It's to a plant. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Rick James is is like by far one of my favorite artists in the from that era. Like you said, man, the Gap Band. Um Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, who else? Um, Dash Band. Roger. Zap. Zap and Roger. Yeah. Computer Love. Computer Love. They, did they do that? Yeah. Oh. They did. They made it. I, I think it was one of them. I think it was just Roger. Yeah. But they, like, that's the thing, man. It's like Roger and, and Zap or something like that. More bounce. They did that That's, that's somebody else, though. It is? Yeah. It's uh, who's the guy that played? It says Zap and Roger, right? Oh, does it? Yeah, I thought it was somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's somebody else who <laughs> played who played uh, in Prince in Purple Rain. That was that was an artist. That was the the guys. Prince liked the girl, but the girl was with another dude, mm. and it was another. It was the other dude who um, I had to look it up. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, he he had some song, but anyway. They um that just solid though. Zap and Roger. Um that was the first time autotune, I feel like autotune was used. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. In a in a and they all their stuff was just funky. Yeah. You know? Um like all these bands. Soul Train. Yeah. <laughs> Soul that Train was, was a I think that was yeah. That like was the definition like of this is yeah. This is what we're putting out. This is our music. 
and this is where you can listen to it. Mm. Like that's what what Soul Train was all about. And because funk was so popular, you're hearing it all the time. Yeah. You know, um, I wish we had something like Soul Train now. Um, is Soul Train still on? No, nah, I don't think so. Hmm. I remember looking at like it wasn't a big show for me, you know, back then. But I remember looking at it, you know, saying, oh, this is cool. Man, I, I, could the, sit, <laughs> I could sit and watch Soul Train for hours. All the old shows, though, I just sit there and check people that's dancing and how they're dancing. Yeah. And how, da- and how dancing has completely changed. Hey, some stuff just be hilarious. Bruh. <laughs> you seen the memes when they be doing mm-hmm. it? <laughs> I be messing with my wife, be like, man, I can see my daddy uh being on stage. That's yeah. how he did. I can see him with be one like, of them shirts he yeah, used to have yeah. with the collar flipped <laughs> right, up. Right. I ain't probably. I was like, I was like, your daddy <laughs> probably was there too. <laughs> he probably did go. Oh man, that's it's, it's definitely possible. It yeah. said the last episode was uh March twenty fifth, two thousand six. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, I thought they brought it back for a little minute. Man, and I guess they did. They did and then I didn't gonna, watch it. At that point, I was in college. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing. Man, I know what I was doing. But I mean, <laughs> you still got the you still got the soul train awards, right? You still got those solid. That was solid. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely know what I was doing in college. But, uh, yeah, man. Yes. Funk music, man. And it's different from soul music. I yeah. always I always tie funk music as being the hip-hop and then soul music as being the, the R&B hey. of our time. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. The, the balance of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, they intertwine with each other. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because you do have people that sing funk music or you know mm-hmm. and stuff like that I don't know too many funk outside like the flip of that but anyway um so what you got looking at it and seeing how much the influence it because I mean we already talked about West Coast music but I mean we can talk about a lot of down south music that's been where a lot of that stuff's been sampled. Yeah. Um, For me, Outkast. Um, the whole Dungeon family, um, a lot of their music, or to me, their sound comes from the funk era. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was his name? Brown? Sleepy Brown. Sleepy Rico Brown. Wade. Yeah. It's another cat, too. I uh, can't remember his name. He's the quiet one out of the group. Jazzy Faye. Jazzy Faye is another one. Uh, uses a lot of funk. I was gonna ask, who you think is the most sampled uh, funk artist? Um, probably Bootsy, Parliament, George Clinton. I feel like we can't talk about funk without mentioning George Clinton. You shouldn't, because like the the way the, it's crazy how all those guys like were intertwined with each other. Like all of those guys played in the band with each other, and they started their own band. Yeah, but that, but I, that was that I was, saw uh, George Clinton in concert. You did? Yeah, How it was, was good. It was cool. I feel like I've seen him, but like at the uh, at the one music fest. Yeah, last year. Yeah, it was last year because we didn't go this year. But uh, all his hair still died. All them dreads. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like all gray now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so the most simple person is James Brown. James Brown? Yeah. I can see that. Which makes sense. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But, um, nah, it it just, man, 
It's a great time. Yeah, it's definitely a great time. Bad time for drugs, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you, I don't feel like you can't talk about funk without mentioning it. Like, you can't talk about music from 1968 to well, yeah, about, I mean, to about now. They were you doing can't talk about no, you can't. I mean, they were doing all that with disco. Yeah, so yeah. like... <laughs> You can't mention. All, you can't was, talk about music as a as a whole. Yeah, <laughs> without mentioning yeah, drugs. It was you, great for the drug dealer. You just have to say drugs. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now, for now, we just gotta say drugs in every episode. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Like I've been actually like now that I think about it and kind yeah. of putting it all together. Yeah. Uh, I've been like really um, like I don't know why, but I'm so obsessed with the story. Uh, you watch. You seen Pain in Full, right? Yeah. And you know that's a. Uh, that's yes. from a true story. Yeah. So you know, uh, and and for those who who haven't all do know, uh, you know, it's, it's basically the story of Harlem and Alpo, uh, Az, uh, and uh, Rich. Yeah. Uh, in which um, you know, eventually Alpo murders Rich, and they are boys, and eventually you know right. Alpo actually murdered Rich. Uh, and they were like, man. They were like, it's amazing how young they were yeah, and getting yeah. how much money they was doing. Right. But if you put all that together, yeah. I mean, they probably was the ones supplying the streets. Because that was around in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's probably like towards the end of it. But, yeah. you know, of course, there was still stuff going on before that. Right. But uh, it's crazy that, like, I don't know why I like that. I like to hear the story so much. I've been looking at, you know, so many interviews. Because it, it, it's crazy how it all devs down from uh, Alpo going to D.C. Yeah. And then you, you, then in DC, there's Wayne Perry and uh, uh, Rayful Edmonds, and yeah, all that, and then it goes on and on and on. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, unfortunately, man, the drug stuff was really a a big. It was it was a huge big thing around that time. It was a huge influence with with the music, and I mean, it was a it was a two headed sword. Mm. You know, on one end you you're this creative, but yeah. then on the other end. Is actually destroying your creativity. Yeah, which is I mean, which well, is crazy because it like you can you have this this explosion of creativity. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you don't have that explosion anymore? Yeah, you, you still have this high that you're looking for, mm-hmm. but the but the creativity, the funk, the music, the the what you hear is not there because you've done it. Yeah, and you can't get any more creative. Yeah, you know? but I mean, at some point, I mean. Maybe if you get sober, it's a different type of creative. It's definitely a different type of creative yeah. that it you because you can. You it's know, not it a, the other one, right? But, it's, it's definitely not the other one, but yeah. it brings a different aspect to it yeah. to what you're doing. So you definitely get a different sound from your your soberness or yeah lack of thereof. Um, we can say that with artists today. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I feel like that's what Lil Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to say it. Prime example is Lil Wayne. <laughs> That's the first name I thought about. Yeah, but Lil I, Wayne is a prime example. I'll let you throw that out there. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. We like we know. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We know. It ain't no secret. He uh-huh. talks about it. Exactly. You know, but we we obviously know. We've talked about it before. How, my, like my my, I ain't gonna say I dislike his music, but it's kind of like I have to listen to it with a different ear now. Yeah, because something's not the same as it was. Absolutely. 2007 Wayne was completely different from 2019 Wayne. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Carter Five was on point, but it's what, it wouldn't be a top 
five record for me. Or I would say, I guess he only got nothing, but no, nah, he got he got a few more, but out of the Carter fives, it wouldn't be number one and number two. Out of all yeah. the Carters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. That's what I think about Funk. Yeah, man. Great time. <laughs> it's good. It brings back good memories too. Yeah. That's and the big I, thing about it. And that's that's the great thing. You know. It's just just kind of um picturing those times. I mean, we was really young, but just kind of picturing yeah. those times of, you know, it's like you a cookout. cookout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and cookouts, yeah. that's what you listening to. You out there dancing with the family. Yeah. Everybody's smiling. Somebody got a beer. Either you stay in or you stay right, out. Right, right. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and just all those, you know. Man, just a good time, things. man. Bell just bottoms a, and right. all that stuff. Just a really, really good time listening to that. But, um, yeah, that's all I got. And you know what? Uh, we didn't touch on how all that kind of spilled over in the movies. No, we didn't. Uh, like, we didn't. you know, Cleopatra and, you know, I mean, Superfly. Superfly. <laughs> Shaft. Yeah, Shaft. Uh, Dynamite. Uh, Dolomite. Dolomite. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Dynamite. Mr. Dynamite. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. But yeah, like, man, all that stuff. It, it was. Mm-hmm. Undercover some, Brother. Yeah. Wish they put a new one on. Yeah, you see that? Netflix. I haven't looked at it yet. I looked at it. I was like, oh, God. They screwed it up. Yo, the the uh Dolomite one that he put on that Eddie Murphy just yeah. did, man, that was that's really, oh, really that good. was solid. Yeah, that was solid. I didn't really think about. I didn't. I was like, before you say anything, when I saw that, I was like, this can't be for real. Like this this movie was huge. Like mm-hmm. I'm sitting there looking. Like I looked at Eddie Murphy Eddie Murphy's uh version. Then I looked at the actual movie that they were making. Yeah, and I was like. This was like a top movie during that time. I was highly like, this stuff ain't, ain't the stuff ain't funny. This movie looks terrible. But then I talked to my uncle about it. He was like, no, oh, Dolomite was, he started saying some of the stuff that he was saying. I was like, Bebe's kids. Yeah. There's a part in Bebe's kids where they be like, something to signify the monkey's feet, something like that. Mm-hmm. And that part, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, I just didn't get it. Like I, it was a solid movie though. Well, the movie is actually you know leading up to him releasing it. Yeah, so yeah. it's basically kind of it's not a documentary, but it's you it's know a, it's a movie about him making that iconic movie, right? Uh, and I mean, you gotta think about the times that we yeah. wrote for them. <laughs> like Dolomite was there. Who could uh? I guess uh, 007. 007 out around that time? Yeah, it was. Yeah, so that was their 007, like, being able to see, see that's that. Black, that's why I was like, yeah, I don't get this, man. <laughs> yeah. Because mm-hmm. they had black exploitation movies out then, too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't know when it came out, but um, Jackie Brown. Mm-hmm. Man, Pam Grier was fine, too, boy. Yeah. I was like, good grief, man. Yeah. <laughs> All natural froze. Right. Right. But they had those movies and then Dolomite comes out. And I'm like, I'm looking at it like, it just, don't get me wrong. Dolomite, the Eddie Murphy version that I watched on Netflix was cool. I was into it. It kept my attention. <laughs> yeah. it, I actually learned something from it. But to know that that actual movie 
did so good, so well. And the fact that they came out with more of them, I just didn't. I was like, got to remember, it was of the time. Yeah, it was a different time. But. Like, we used to all the, we, you know, it's kind of like when you watch an HD movie. When yeah. you watch, not an HD movie. You watch an old movie. Yeah. But it's in like HD and yeah. then you like see all the crap in the background yeah. and it takes the enjoyment out. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you have to watch that. Right. And right. like it's original state. Yeah. And then just kind of let your mind go with it. Yeah. Yeah. I have to watch it with somebody that thinks it's. it's yeah. Cause I, then they got to explain it to you. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why was this funny? <laughs> Cause I can, I can be like, how I was. So funny. Oh, how high was so yeah. funny. <laughs> and then like you might have somebody a little old. You know they made like, another one? How high too? Yeah, but I ain't watch it. I didn't even know it came out yet. Yeah, if it don't have red and meth in it, yeah. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. So like <laughs> not the nah, I mean I mean they like you well, hold have, up. was that the That's the one with DC uh Young Flying. Oh no, I ain't watched that. Nah. I was thinking about the one with um, You watch um, I Got the Hook Up? Yeah. You did watch that? Yeah. The second one? No. Oh I didn't watch that one. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> you know what I think about what, what was the one with Snoop and uh, Wiz? Uh, uh, yeah, I saw that. I don't know the name of it. Is it somebody it was, somebody the high school high or something? School. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched that. That shit was funny. Yeah, it was. I was like, yeah. damn, all these hot movies. But anyway, yeah, uh, funk. Yeah, was a, all a part of that. We keep getting off subject of funk. Well, I mean, funk bled over and everything. Yeah, if it you did. think about it, it definitely you know, did. It bled over into the movies. It bled over into fashion. Yeah. Uh, just the feeling of how it made you feel. And I mean, I'm, I can say it over and over again. Just how good it made you feel. Yeah. As far as dancing, this and that. I mean, it's kind of still all on topic. Yeah. Uh, we just kind of, you know. Just got- <laughs> oh, squirrel. squirrel. That was that boy. <laughs> but it, it, it really does, like, yeah. thinking back and actually discussing it. Yeah. When you think about it, like, how much it did affect you. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. Definitely. Definitely. And I mean, it's still affects stuff today. Like, I mean, what, a couple of years ago, uh, I think Shining Star was the theme for the BET Award. Yep. Yep. Shining Star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I mean, sh- man, go to, hey, if you ever get a chance, go see Charlie Wilson in the concert. Oh, yeah. Man. That's on the bucket list. Man. You go back and play some of that. Yeah. <laughs> No, man, I think uh, for me, funk music um, really got us moving. Without funk music, I don't think we'll have rap. Um, I agree. I don't think we'll have the type of music that we have now, um, you know, that we can get up and dance to. And, and, you know, I I feel like without funk music, man, we'd still be square. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, like. You know, it's still like not saying that music before funk music was was just lame, mm-hmm. but it still would be that same kind of one one tone, one one direction music that mm-hmm. we were getting with funk music. You can open your your mind to so many different things. This will work because it sounds this way. Mm-hmm. You know, so the funk had to happen for us to be where we are today in music. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's my take on that. And then for me, uh, when I listen, <laughs> <laughs> for me, you know, just kind of to sum it all up, man, it's just, uh, I see it as, I, I see it as, a, uh, just, you know, that their way of getting the stories out 
yeah. you know, I, I think a lot of that stuff was them expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just like you say, just kind of how we're doing rap today, like, you know, just putting it all out there, getting it off, and then, you know, folks feeling the same exact way. I think that's what made it timeless. Yeah. Some of the stuff you still feel today. Uh, but actually just, you know, coming from the soul, uh, like they say in wrestling, shooting from the hip. Yeah. But, you know, they're like coming from the soul, pouring it all out on there. Yeah. Hearing the pain that's in a lot of them folks' voice. Because a lot of stuff, man, was like, if you really listen to it, a lot of stuff was pretty, some of it was depressing yeah. music. Yeah. But, it, you know, it had this upbeat tone right, right, and, right. and the sound. And you was like, oh, let's, I'm going to listen to it. Let's, let's, let's keep going. He need to go talk to somebody. Yeah, but when, <laughs> when you sat down with it, he was like, dang. Yeah. That, that was rough. But, I mean, a lot of stuff still relates today. Uh, and, you know, it, it was a way for, you know, African-Americans to get their, what they wanted out. Yeah. And that's what I view it as. It's, it's something that, not to any other race, but it's something that we own. Mm-hmm. Something that we uh, we gave out for us so that we feel good. And then, you know, at the end of the day, like we was talking before, like, it really don't matter what, what race you were. If yeah. you can, like, if you can get on that stage right. and play, Right, we, we gonna rock Man, with you. Right, exactly. If it yeah. makes me move my feet, yeah, I'm gonna move to the beat. Exactly, and then, you know, it, it just feel good music, man. Like, yeah, just just like we were saying, you put something on like that, if you don't start moving, then mm-hmm. it's, it's just something wrong with you. Right, right, right. Yeah. So <laughs> that's your take. Yeah, that's my take. Drops the mic. I hope it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I want to thank you guys for listening to the Speaker Geekers podcast. This episode was produced by Three Amp Media. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys send in your comments, like like the episode, share the episode, tell your friends, start a discussion, start a discussion with us. Yeah, uh, we want to hear from you guys. Um, you can reach us, um, send us emails, speakergeekerspodcast at gmail dot com, mm-hmm. um, Instagram Speaker Geekers Podcast, mm-hmm. um, Facebook Speaker Geekers Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can reach me. My Instagram is Tommy Townsend third. Uh, Facebook Tommy Townsend. Um, yeah, Steve. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, the great Steve O. Steve. You can find me on Facebook at Steve Smith. Even though it's gonna be a ton of Steve Smith. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. is a very common name, man. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. man. Yeah. Hey. None like the great Steve O. Steve, no, man. There's only one. That's there can only, only one. be one. One. <laughs> That's me. But uh. Yeah, man. Tell us what you think. Tell us what we missed. If you think we missed something, tell us how you feel about funk music, man, yeah. and, and what it brings to you, what what memories you have with it. So, um, and then also, I mean, if you ain't up on it, then you know, take you a trip down memory lane, or, yeah. or at least go try to check it out. And maybe, and the crazy thing is, you probably come across a sample that mm-hmm. you've heard, definitely, and some of your favorite and be like, "That's where that come from." Right, right. And let it just blow your mind. Yeah, and just enjoy it, man. Right. That's what this is all about, man. It's just just enjoy it, man. Yeah. Yeah. But um that's it for me guys and I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Peace.